Hello and welcome to the Above Average Podcast. Uh, I'm Sean. And the remaining people forgot to introduce themselves. I'm Nitin. I'm Sishan. <laughs> and we are here to confuse everybody on exactly what we are doing over here. So, uh, the Above Average Podcast is the podcast where we talk about uh, everyday things that you see in your everyday life and we connect it to what we do in our everyday lives. So, on that note, uh in this whole covid pandemic we have come across many uh of our doctors and uh frontline warriors who are doing a lot of things for our society and uh, they are nothing less than superheroes and on that segue today's topic is the review of the superhero show the boys <laughs> so the boys um what do we say about it okay first of all before we get into anything about the boys uh, this is your spoiler warning up front we are going to talk about uh, the boys season 1 very briefly and the boys season 2 as well uh, and we will be talking about the spoilers in involved in both the episodes that is uh, both the seasons so uh, if you have not watched the series and you are here listening to it because you love us i'm surprised um and thankful at the same time but please do watch the series and come back and watch this or you can uh, watch our episode and then come back yeah. and go and watch the series later maybe good for our views as well let them continue watching it yeah or you can watch this then go watch yeah. the series and then come back and watch us again and then just see how much watch us again yeah you know screw up some video yeah, yeah so basically how we should have packed it yes all right so and they can share uh, the video as well uh please yes Okay, so Nathan, according to you, let's just yeah. start off with you. Like, if you want to, do you want to give an introduction about the boys? See, boys is like actually what I would say. I'm just going to like uh, link different superheroes here, like what what Batman was all scared of. What happens if the power is in the wrong hands? Exactly, the boys just showed us exactly that. We have a super villain, Superman type of uh, superhero here. I don't know what to call him superhero or super villain or what kind of name the homelander he has got such powers but it's all in the wrong hands and he, he can bring great danger to the human civilization so uh your homelander is basically from his perspective superhero and uh, what he does see uh, other people are those who are effectively the enemies of the company that is what what international is a company who has manufactured superheroes so in this universe what you would see is that um the superheroes or the soups that they call soups, the yeah. show they are not yeah they are not natural as such they are basically manufactured so if you will see behind each of our virtual backgrounds you have a uh, zishan with uh sitting with the boys so you have the boy sitting over there and you have with uh, in nitin's background you have uh the seven that they called uh so the seven are actually the the soups of the water international and the ones behind me that you see you have just like on one side and you have the avengers on the other side so these two are the um, so for i think inspiration behind boys so boys as such is a comic that was made sort of in a satirical fashion to make fun of um how the uh, comics industry is running and as far well as the so basically if you're talking about uh, homeland homeland is a combination of uh, superman and um captain america but in a very uh, egomaniacal way like 
twisted So, um, okay, so we have heard about Homelander. Z, do you want to weigh in some of your thoughts? Yeah, um, so this basically, as Nithin mentioned, answers um, or puts into perspective what Batman feared when uh, superheroes get, um, what do you say, corrupted by their power. And in the comics itself, like one of the initial panels in the first chapter itself talks about when superheroes get reckless. that is when um this kind of show puts into perspective because when we watch superhero movies and i'm sure you've watched a lot of the marvel avengers series movies you see like superheroes going through cars and like hitting up buses and blowing up stuff buildings etc right. whatever so those are most of the time shown to be like um empty um hopefully like uh, right. they don't show human side human casualties or anything of that nature so the boys kind of puts that perspective like not all buildings are empty there are people living there they have people living their life like um one of the very first few uh scenes in the show itself talks about how homelander saves um or a bank robbery or something of that nature like he stops that and then yeah. he just hits up the he throws the robbers whoever without any regard for their well-being or like serving up justice cuz in his mind justice is stopping the crime at whatever the cost mm-hmm. so that is what's going on in his mind and you see him punch up a guy who lands a few hundred meters away from thing so so yeah so that's what's in his mind so this basically answers your questions like what happens and on um, when they get reckless and how can they can be kept in check that's why the team behind me in my background they come into play they try to keep all the bad superheroes in check by all means necessary so in the second season we learned that uh, the boys was actually um, brought together uh, by the cia so you have a person called as uh, mallory m a l l o r y mallory uh, she's brought into picture she's the one who's bringing in all these uh, people who have special i want to say abilities but um, specialities so skill sets skill sets thank you skill sets so you have mother's milk you have frenchy you have the butcher and one person called the lamp lighter who is um, there in the second season not in the first season yeah. so uh, lamp lighter is sort of like a, a, a double agent you can say the point being that uh, they have brought in this crew to ensure that the superheroes are kept in check so the cia uh, was already sort of iffy about the whole situation where fort international a private company is uh, okay so uh, basically what what industry is all about is uh, so imagine if captain america's uh, serum the super soldier serum okay which has been manufactured uh, so what we see in captain america is that this person has uh, synthesized the serum and only captain america has got the proper serum so post that you have red skull who's got it you have um luke cage who's got it you got you have even uh, hulk who's got it a version of it 
so they've all tried to perfect the superheroes uh, the super super soldier serum uh, but somehow some the concoction wasn't correct and they messed up somehow the other and this this these versions of it so just imagine if captain america's uh, super soldier serum was uh, could be replicated to its perfection and was privatized and commercialized and sold out okay so this is what bot industry does what they do is they have a super soldier serum and then they uh, privatize it and then they uh, manufacture superheroes what many people don't know about now okay, okay so nitin do you want to tell what happens with the super soldier serum in the, in the series yeah they yeah. they show the lab everything the side effects how they conduct the experiments and the things that faced by the experiments subjects everything uh when they talking about the experiment so you have two versions of the experiments over here uh, one you have is where the experiments is done on experiments are done on adults as one version of it and the second version of it is where the the serum is been injected into infants babies babies so one version rather two versions of the adult um, uh, experimentation we see one in the first uh, season and one in the second season second season so in the first season we see, yeah in the first season we see um, the female that's the character's name the female so the female is actually the adult version of the adult uh, she was she was as an adult she was experimented on when she was in the show in the comics is a different story so and in the second season we find her brother who is also been experimented on. so that is the idea behind it. and then you have kids being experimented in the first season so uh what international wants to make sure that they are uh, holding on to this serum so that they can uh join with the military and basically rule us is what they enter us obvious plans like a superpower basically so this is and do you know capture yeah. the entire military stuff. and you can see that in the second season also homelander how he goes and preaches like we are under attack we have a lot of bad soups coming in so everyone needs to be powered up everyone needs to this serum this basically has a bit of social commentary in it too like uh, there's like real yeah. world events that are being parodied which are, which we should probably get into later on in this session so yeah so uh, that actually brings up a good one so the report zishan was was talking about was the social parody of it so this is basically like a, a, a company saying that oh you know there's a new virus again not talking about the covid but manufacturing which this actually happened earlier also where they manufacture a, a, a virus or they claim to manufacture a virus and it is spread uh, in the world and then uh, a couple of months later they come and say oh we have the cure for it, or we have the vaccine for it but it will cost you two of your livers two of your kidneys uh, you know that expensive of a cure or a vaccine so that is basically what even the boys uh, the show is depicting in a way by the saying that uh, you know Okay, so you know we are having bad soups coming in. They are attacking the country, and you require us in your military to make sure that they are that you are that you are safe. Only thing what they don't tell is that the superhero or the super soldier serum has been leaked to the terrorists, and uh, the terrorists are, uh, are are amped up on the V. What is it called? Uh, compound V. Compound V. The chemical compound. Compound V. compound we so they they are amped up on compound we and um, so they what basically manufactures the terrorists as well as the superheroes and then that's how the whole thing starts off the whole aggression between the two uh, 
global entities. So that's that. So that's how so boys uh, in a whole picture as well, they try to stop the superheroes. Superheroes on the other hand are trying to stop the uh, terrorists and in all of these things we have no clue ki who are we supposed to be supporting in this in the entire mess. So yeah, um, there's a lot of like commentary related to like capitalism, gun culture in the US, um, minorities. There's a lot of like um, topics that are touched upon in the show. For example, like um, we uh, like whatever what does any action reaction is all based on their share prices. If a certain superhero can mm-hmm. push up their stock prices, they put them into that team. So, for example, like uh, A Train, he's a minority, he's a black by uh, ethnicity. Mm-hmm. So they they put him in, mm-hmm. uh, and that kind of boosts their points. And even in season two, when they're recruiting. um new superheroes for spoiler alert uh, for a fallen member of the seven they i forgot who the lady is but basically Stand she is basically right? strong friend no 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 uh someone else i forgot basically she's she used to be the assistant the orange head girl i forgot her name oh yeah yeah i mean for the leader right oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so they go and they search for like an asian um super differently abled character like the asian use blind yeah so basically yeah so that that superhero is blind and he's making use of like echolocation to fight crime and things like that basically and daredevil basically yeah basically daredevil and the one argument that she gives is like oh he's a girl, he's a minority and he's special differently able like he can't see so he will really boost mm-hmm. up our points but Homelander being Homelander wanted to dictate how things go and he does something which we shouldn't get into it right now but he does something that was um not right yeah so yeah and and then they eventually bring on Stormfront who is like a female character to give more importance to female empowerment so things like that yeah but okay so yeah speaking about Stormfront I would say like she really stole the season 2 She really carried the show. I would she say. She stole the show. Yeah, she show. She she stole the show on two fronts. No pun on the name, but she stole the show on two fronts. One, the acting. The second thing, the actress is Jewish. Mm. She's Jewish and in real life, yeah. Yeah, and she played her husband Nancy. That was like pretty dope acting. Pretty perfect. She just like yeah, yeah. till that pivotal moment you don't know really that she's on the you know the opposing side until you reach that yeah. for me it was spoiled because i already read on the article like you know exactly who is talking from so actually ah, okay. yeah exactly okay. yeah yeah, yeah. i hadn't read the comic yeah. so i had no idea yeah i had no idea when i read, uh, when i watched the show show and i had no idea if she she he or she was a nazi like the, i didn't read the comics So yeah, if you recall, Sean, um, Stormfront when she came across um, the female who we later find out is named Kimiko, her brother, and both are like mm-hmm. Asians, right? Like they basically the fight happens um, with her brother, and she flings um, this guy into uh, an apartment building, and the apartment that she flings this guy into, uh, there were like three black um, Americans in that. room at that point and they're like what the hell is going on like randomly like uh an asian is being thrown into their room and then suddenly they see stormfront 
and as soon as stormfront sees them she basically loses it or whatever you want to say loses her composure and then she starts lighting up and then she kills whoever she comes across over there like she in the in the stair in the stairwell or uh, in the stairs area she encounters like a black guy she throws him outside the window and then right when she um kills that that asian character in the show she says something very derogatory to that race so they were going for that right so uh, so she's more on actually to her nazi thing actually comes up during that time but we don't really notice it until like we realize yeah. towards the end of the thing actually who and she is yeah who she is and why she is so uh, yeah i hadn't read the comics so before watching season 2 so i was like what's going on like why did she do that and then two two episodes later i'm like oh that's why but even if you watch i mean i haven't read the comics the yet comics also i haven't read the comics either but then, then even the, you see the comparison like for example like this is a huge spoiler okay uh, like even till date this is still a spoiler but they're not i mean people who have watched who have read the comics and watched the show they're not really sure how they're going to go at this but black noir okay so hmm. black noir apparently in the comics is a clone of homelander Hmm. Okay. Okay. So the uh, idea is this: that if Homelander crosses the line or he goes against what for any reason, um, Black Noir would kill him. Mm-hmm. So mm. technically, Black Noir is uh, the, the clone is created to be a sort of a stop for uh, Homelander. If at any point Homelander crosses the line, goes against what, or it does something which is out of control or whatever, then uh, the, the Black Noir comes and kills him. the twist in this is that in the um, in the comics um, where you're seeing that okay so in, in the in the in the series how does you have um uh, what's his name homelander and uh, butcher's wife uh, becca have a kid yeah. called ryan okay so in the comics becca dies in the starting as a which is why butcher gets into the boys butcher gets into the boys because uh, he uh, comes to know that um Homelander was responsible. Yeah. Yeah. Was what she? He was responsible. Yeah. Towards the end of the comic, apparently they come to know that actually it wasn't Homelander who ha- who was responsible, but it was Black Noir who was responsible for Ryan. And technically, it is not Homelander who is the father; it is Black Noir who is the father. Hmm. And in the comics, Becca dies while giving birth. While giving birth. Yeah. While giving birth. While giving birth. Basically, so uh, the kid has. I lazy stuff and then heat wave or whatever just blows up her. She dies. No, oh. let's just not get into the graphic details. But yeah, it was just like a very ouch ouch moment. Yeah, yeah, as opposed to what happened to her in the show. But that also was a good twist actually in the end. Did you also know that mother's milk actually is also soup? I know, right? I I, I was also like, Nine. what do you mean? Mother's milk in the show mean, or in the comics? You mean that's the reason for Homelander in to do all those? Uh. actually sort of because uh, so so in the in in the uh, series we hear right so he tells this thing to the he goes looking for this lady the black lady who's a witness to the uh, crimes which stompfront uh, had done when she was a kid right so as when the black lady was a first kid so uh, mom's milk say, mother's milk or whatever so he says that uh, mm for short mm mm let's just go for mm because mother's milk is very weird to say on a podcast so <laughs> mm mm comes to this uh, lady's house and he tells her that uh, so my father was you know working against what and he was a lawyer who was fighting against what and uh, he spent his life fighting and at the end of it he died so the 
reason why he was fighting wasn't really explored much in the show but in the comics apparently it is like in depth explored and they tell us to why uh, this mm's family goes against what so apparently mm's family was uh, mm and his brother who is uh, using uh, zishan's words differently abled brother they were experimented on okay uh, and they were experimented on in the sense that uh this guy got special powers uh mm got special powers in, in terms of super strength and the other guy his brother got uh, super powers in the in the sense of growing bigger in size problem was that when he got the power he was wearing a helmet and when he grew bigger in size the helmet couldn't you know retain the head so it just kind of went pop and he died so mm's family kind of gets like oh you killed my son and we have to go and his name mm comes because that's how he gets his power let's let just let that sink in for a second it's a so long to digest yeah. right now okay so uh, so okay so mm is a super is a, is technically a suit but we don't see any of their powers in the show so we have kimiko the female who is a soup on their side we also have starlight who is a soup what is your thoughts on what are your thoughts on on uh, starlight starlight i would say she hates to be a part of the soup and after what she encountered on the day one she basically in the comic is different thing yeah oh, okay in the comic is even it's even worse in the comics deep wasn't involved in the comics deep wasn't involved at all it was uh, black nor homelander and atrin wow hmm Yeah, but her character development was very good. Like in the start, she's like a naive character who believes uh, she's gonna do so well. Like um, quote unquote, she's I think she's like a a wasp, right? Like white Anglo-Saxon Protestant kind of character. Like she's basically belongs to yeah. a certain religious sect, and in the show, they kind of show that like uh, that's um, what do you say? They they attribute the super. their supernatural powers as doing god's work that's why they believe that um and this not only her so along with her there's some other guys holding the same thing yeah 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 along okay. with her, yeah yeah i forgot that guy's name anyways but yeah um but yeah but you see throughout the show and after an encounter with the deep in the show um she kind of starts questioning everyone's actions she sees um uh what's his name homelander behave in a certain way when he's in public but in person he's a totally different uh, uh beast altogether he sees queen mave just doesn't give any any hoot about any, to the point like she just doesn't give a crap about anything right so anything, it's yeah. yeah so so basically she sees these characters that she idolized while growing up or when she started her superhero career in the in in her fictional superhero team before joining the seven and then she sees it now from the inside and she's totally lost on what's right and what's wrong and then she comes across Huey and she sympathizes with the cause that they have going on on that side and that's what you see like there's a constant struggle and then towards the end she gives into one side which we as the viewer consider the better side even though they are the anti-social elements of the show so like when you're saying that when she meets up with Huey it is more like you know that she sympathizes with their but i think before she sympathizes with what they are going through and what they are uh, portraying it's more like she is seeing him as a person who is accepting her 
as a human and not a soup yeah because at that point he doesn't mm. know that she's a soup mm. at that point she's just a girl sitting with him on on the park bench and crying or just like lost in thoughts or whatever crying i think was uh, after what happened to us so then uh, he's the guy who just there listening to her and taking her on a date and stuff like that. so then later when he comes to know who he who she actually is he doesn't want to use her but butcher being the guy he is like, no no you have to use her and we go ahead with that so um, starlight uh, like you said she has very um, interesting character growth but even in terms of her power also she's very interesting in terms of her power because her power uh, is basically light Mm. I think yes solid light I think light so solid yeah so solid light uh, is actually uh, a power of two people uh, one in marvel and one in dc so dc you have a person called dr light uh, who uses solid light to attack as a, as an attacking uh, form and even in uh, this thing also you have in uh, marvel you have a character mm. I don't remember but there's a character marvel No, wait, there was a series, right, on this uh, light thing recently. Light thing? Uh, the girl is using a star. Uh, no, These are kids. Talking about, uh, power, power yeah, something, yeah, yeah. project power. Star, yeah, it projects power. Star kid, star kid. Yeah, star kid. Yeah, I think, yeah. Star girl, star girl, star girl. Star girl, yes, it's a lot. Star girl, star girl. <laughs> she has a staff she takes it so she yeah. has a staff from star man or something and then no but it's just that's a different thing that's a whole different uh, world basically her and en- her power is energy projection so any source that is emitting light electricity whatever she can channel that and then she can use that to um use those as hits which we saw in the season second on the second scene that is actually her weakness was because there is no power source nearby she's screwed Like hmm. an EMP blast, or an or an or a dark room, like complete dark room with no electricity, nothing. Then she has no power. Only power that she has at that point is super strength, which again hmm. is sort of limited. So that's Star Girl again, which they have on their side. Now the thing is, we saw Queen Maeve also sort of come towards um, the side of uh, the boys. What's your take on on Queen Maeve? That's something which is a little interesting to me. See, she, she has no side. She just wants to. Yeah, she is someone like who wants to be left alone in her own world. Mm, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess she's not someone who's taking on both the side actually. So she she thinks she likes Switzerland, then like neutral. That's what you think. Neutral, yeah. What what I think because she just wants to get her things done. Yeah, I think but that happens after the plane incident, I think. Yeah. In in but the show, she, but but she's seen firsthand the kind of atrocities homelander has done so she's kind of become i think she also must have initially joined as like starlight she must have been like go oh, i will do this and i will do that and i will do good and then she sees how corrupted the models are from the inside and then she just worries about like coasting she just she's there she's just living she has the least amount of screen time from the soups i believe um in season 1 yeah um so two, she's, she's just much. yeah so she's just there um at the start um and because of her indifference to what's going around her so that's what and then towards the end she kind of gives in and she picks a side to go back and stand up for the right thing so that's why she helps Tom for uh, Starlight when she has a fight or confrontation with Black Noir and subdues that guy 
and she, that's Alleged, when she yeah. went yeah she stuffs him up with nuts in the stormfront also yeah and even with stormfront yeah exactly heard this thing no stormfront was like those peter person like open nuts yeah mm. it's like uh, she just like it's it, it was almost like a power possible formation there mm. to beat beat stormfront which is very weird yeah, actually yeah, when you exactly. think about it like uh why no i was just thinking about that scene ke like wo mar like she starts hitting him and then suddenly she just puts like a almond joy like a candy yeah. bar so it just felt weird and we yeah. as indians find it very weird because like i growing up like in an indian household like beta badam kha ye kha wo kha like it's good for your uh, like whatever like immunity or whatever right yeah, like so your brain and yeah. so i'm i'm surprised like uh, that and that's probably why we don't see too many like uh, and people with nut allergies in india but in the west it's like a big thing like you try to keep you have nut allergies i haven't come across many indians with that lactose intolerance is one thing it's very common actually but you you just um, assume it to be like a very bad uh, this thing what do you call a uh, case of diarrhea or something like that mm. yeah but in india drinks milk but then mm-hmm. lactose I, i don't drink milk oh you don't i drink i don't drink milk oh the thing of uh, using uh, almond joy or the the concept of using a very simple thing as nuts to defeat somebody as powerful as uh, black nor because see as per the comics black nor is technically the clone is, is actually the clone of this fellow homelander which they have been explored or explored in the uh, show how do you defeat somebody who's so bad how do you defeat somebody who's like superhumanly right this guy has been blown by a bomb he didn't blown to bits by a nuclear person or bits but he's just been blown at by by a nuclear person right? and he he just walks out of it with just scarred face he been stabbed he been shot at he been uh, he had those um, ied bombs explode on him in the yeah. house yet he survived he come and he still beats the crap out of people how do you beat such a person i mean the idea that queen maeve is walking around with the with the thing in her head that if i want to beat black nor all i have to do is get him on his knees open his mouth shove a chocolate bar in his mouth and make him eat it that's it mm. simplest thing where americans are scared of nuts where they have even now even in our approach we have uh, so and so chocolate was made in presence of uh, may have may contain traces of peanut or nuts or whatever that simple small thing they've caught on made that it could be so this person so called kryptonite it's a very good play on this thing on on how a, a small thing can cause such a and it's not just almond joy any tree nut is allergic mm okay so we last left off with the show where uh butcher comes to know that his wife is alive he also comes to know that his wife is um raising a son that is not his but is actually a soup that is homelander's son and then from there on we we you know launch onto the second season so according to you guys how did you like the season of the, of the show okay there are a lot of surprises unexpected twist and a lot of bloodshed and what i like is how queen may in the end turned up against the soup how she came out to take out stormfront yeah and the evolution of uh, then her from starting till the end yeah how homelander was like put down without beating him like without even getting like uh, physically on him how they made him lose the battle how like he was not able to use his power how like advantages were against him actually queen may came up with the video queen may queen may yeah 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 queen may came queen up with the video like yeah. he was he had the full power in front of him but still he was not able to use it right. he lost the battle right there 
Uh, I think he lost. I mean, yeah, that that is one way of looking. But the, if you if you remember, he wants to make sure that his son is also seeing like a better version of a father. True, true. So, I was coming to that. And that second case was that he he lost his custody to the son actually, and his his own son has actually kind of uh, yeah disowned him. Homelander had a family for like maybe a day at max. So he had Homelander, Stormfront, and Ryan. So, so his like Ryan, father, yeah. mother, and then son. The whole trifecta was like there for him. For that, like you know, you feel sad for him sometimes. Like, you think like, he just had a family, he was happy with it, and then in one shot he loses uh, Stormfront and he loses the kid at the same time. So. And another thing is like how the how the corporate world they showed, like how they're using these superheroes to make money making movies, advertisements, like the competition. Like you see A Train trying to go to the extreme limit to be a part of the team. What it what yeah. it takes to be in the team, like. He knows like what happens once he drops out of the team. Like he'll be no more, nothing. He'll be just nothing outside there. That's why he's very insecure yeah, so all that, the time. Yeah, I I feel like uh, they missed out something there. You remember the lab experiment, the right? Deep? A character. No, the lab experiments. They go to the lab and blow up everything, right? Yeah, in the first. Remember season. a girl? Yeah, no, the second episode, the second season. The bald one. Uh, and yeah, remember the girl just. Yeah, the girl just walks out from there. Remember. she seems to yeah. be really very powerful but it was not nothing was like shown more about her actually there's there's lot of Somehow like uh, loose ends that they will tie up in future seasons whenever they get renewed so see yeah, so uh, they got the renewal but i don't moment, know about future so i think for that moment for that particular season, uh, season right i think they used as a red herring like you know so when the heads were popping the entire season what we wanted the impression is stormfront has let this lady go out and then like sort of assassinating these people like, you know even like pop they like, blow their heads off whenever anyone is getting close to what or going against what so when you when you see her escape the uh, this even there were many theories online also that she is the one who is killing people till that last courtroom scene right people are under the impression that she is the one the one who escaped from the asylum she is the one coming and killing these people because but, they found a way to go against what something like but that's the thing right like there are two things to remember like and that's why i didn't feel that she was the one killing everyone the reason one number one was she hates what because yeah, the experiments they experimenting on her she will not support any of that okay that's number one number two whenever she's making use of her power she's not exploding just the head she's exploding the complete bodies and like breaking structures so that shows she doesn't have power control over her own power that's what they're trying to say So she seemed a bit unstable to pull that off. So what I thought when I saw her first was like, uh, she'll be someone who'll be joining the yeah, boys team. Yeah, the boys. boys team. Yeah. Yeah. That's what but I thought. But then apparently, like after that episode, that storyline must not carry it forward. That's what I'm saying. So that was a red herring place to all the viewers who were there. They were under because see, I was also to an extent like. It can't be that obvious, right? Like she escapes. Like what the what Z said is very. It makes sense that you know she's exploding entire body, not just her head, which is like a you know, very focused form of an energy, right? So, but then if you think about it, in the previous episode, uh, in, in previous season, if you see what the compound V that is there, it is it is used to uh, amp a person's power for of like some time. So if what Was to release her out from the asylum just for these specific minute missions, increase the power for that just for her to focus on the same and then get better. So she's pissed off for two things: one, because what is experimenting on her; two, because what is um, getting her to kill people and not letting her free. 
So because of the entire thing, she's pissed off with them, and so she knows, okay, fine, now I can create a war between Bot and the boys. That's why she's coming, she's creating this mess. So it's a very, it's logical thinking process, very long in that, but it somewhat makes some sense. But then when you find out who's blowing heads, so then your head like figuratively blows up. And like how we, how did we not see this coming? Hmm. You didn't even you didn't even expect it to happen. That's the best part. No, but actually there were some uh, scenes where the creators of the show kind of foreshadowed that happening when they showed the exploding head of the CIA thing. and these guy boys are like what must have happened and like who who's doing that and blah 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 like you immediately like they cut to a, a video feed of like uh, victoria newman who's the uh politician that who like they immediately cut to that feed live and also like another thing like to get your head exploded you need to be in the line of sight of this character so whenever they see that happening these all guys just like going to the car and just duck and they keep driving off so they deep down they're like something that this is happening over here and we need to avoid being seen oh, like till that moment you don't think about it you know like you're thinking about okay fine it must be uh, who's the, the guy who's heading what now uh, esposito his his yes was, uh, yeah so he like what is it once the head explodes the next scene when the show is heard but they also show him watching it Right. So then, mm. somewhere you are like, okay, fine. So he must have told, uh, you know, uh, someone to execute the people or something. So and there was also another alternative theory about this person who's heading uh, what industry right now is that he could be Black North. Mm. That's one theory floating around because you don't know exactly who he is. Okay. So uh, apart, okay. So Queen Maeve. Uh, Queen Maeve is one character that he found interesting along with her uh, uh, character uh, arc and everything. Uh, everything. Yeah. What else? So Z. What did you like? about the show season season 2 i i felt they they kind of had like a lot of dark humor in the show like even one of the clips they used for the promotion uh the boys being at sea and then they um kind of you know have a confrontation with the deep and then the deep tries to act all cool because he's like you know um kind of like so so the deep is like there to annoy us and he's doing a very good job at it um uh yeah. acting wise so so yeah and he's kind of dealing with his own issues emotional and things like that because he doesn't really have many people in his life so he's kind of feeling alone he has like body issues which we see him like opening his shirt and showing the gills that on his body and such things like that so he's kind of dealing with that and he's accepted himself he's let the church quote and quote um a parody of church of scientology i believe and um basically he comes to terms with himself and then you you see this happen this whole thing he's like okay i'm going to get back into the seven one way or another and i'm going to prove myself and then he acts all cool on on the veil and he's trying to stop them and butcher just <laughs> coast through that that was insane so like this is like a lot of no that's the thing right like um the boys the show as such like if you haven't seen the show before or seen any trailer or anything you don't expect the kind of brutality and the gore that they have on display before yeah. yeah right so now i saw season 1's trailer before actually watching the show my brother didn't do that my brother would watch directly the show and when the thing with huey and his girlfriend happens his mind was blown like what the hell am i watching and then 
okay. so on and so forth. They kind of take you through it, and then they show the full extent of it. It's not like mindless. It's it's pretty well detailed, to be very honest with you. Like the way when they show the guts and everything exploding, they actually show you like um, 3D graphics of like how your organs would look on the inside when things would happen. Well, like the translucent body. Yeah, with translucent, what happened? It's not like they're shy about it. No, they, they. Okay, so they've exploded. Um, okay, so in in the first episode itself, you see uh, A train rushing through and like basically dismembering um, eight of my Robin Huey's uh, girlfriend. Robin. Robin yeah. yeah. So you see that, but you see the thing is that the gore keeps escalating, but it is not just for the sake of gore. It is for the mm. sake that you like we are basically easing you into. A much more gory version of how superheroes can actually become, which will take into into account exactly what their superpowers are and actually how strong they are and what they're capable of. It's quite a good. Topic. Not really what they're capable of. It will be. It's more like uh, how dangerous it can be for the normal human being if they are not well controlled. Yeah. And not well. And, not well monitored. And one of the things that they share, they tell also, and this is what the lawyer kind of. talks about with i think another character in the show i can't remember who but for them um, a, a good day is less than 33% casualty that's a good day for the superheroes at what anything more than yeah that's the thing like they they have like collateral damage something something i think that was in the comics not in the thing and i've read like just five or six chapters of the comics so far but in one of the panels they actually tell that like for the super like for us or anyone any any action for police mm-hmm. for example like collateral damage would be like no deaths or like one or two deaths or something like that for them it's as high as 33% and they're fine with it they're willing to um kind of ignore that and try to close those cases outside of court okay wait so when you're talking about uh, character uh, growth one i want to ask you about is so you're saying that you find deep uh, deeply irritating Okay. He was yes. So uh, in terms, well, he still is though. He still is, but yeah. Uh, in terms of eighteen, okay. In terms of eighteen and deep, uh, okay. So you have seen both of these characters do horrible stuff throughout the show, right? So according to you, which of these two have a better uh, chance of being forgiven in the show? Chance of being forgiven. I think the deep more because the deep is more there for like comic relief. He's there or or a certain being a certain character. He shows the flaws that not everyone is perfect. Like you, you can kind of feel for him. The Adrian, I don't have that sort of connection because he just plays off of it and he shows his his only intention is to be famous, and he wants to be recognized and make money or whatever. Like that's his only reason for being in Seven. I'm not sure what the reasons for the deep are, but he seems uh, kind of like towards mid-season of season two, like he's kind of like mortified at the stuff that he's done, and he's not happy with the stuff he's done, and he wants to make amends for it. Um, that's why he's saying soft sorry to Starlight and trying to you know. He he sort of goes into the thing of like apologetic state where he tries to. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Nitin, what about you? What do you think? Yeah, see, like uh, Deep had done something wrong with Starlight, I would say. But uh, A Train is like always high on the drugs and everything, and is really very careless and reckless as well. His only thing is like he w- he wants to be in the team. He wants to get all the fame. He wants to like uh, 
be famous like she said but deep you could see he just went on a personal i would say like a personal time it was like something a different road a regret road he took correct correct so then he tried to learn from whatever mistakes he had made earlier yeah whatever mistakes he has done yeah so he came back as a new person so, so i would say like i would say like uh, i would uh, forgive to both of them actually because a train is also like a like i would say see a train is also much needed member in the team whatever the recklessness whatever he keeps doing actually that is needed and and you can see like how we changed how we gave away the slip remember how we got into the car and gave them the documents everything regarding the oh. storm front oh right that was pretty but, but that was a nice scene is, for his it is a nice scene but the thing is that he had done that because of his own personal reasons like see mm. deep no matter how much he he's been hurt by the seven right he has not gone against the seven as such whether to get True. back into the seven or whatever does he has not gone against seven he was like loyal to seven till the end of it Right, even when he's when he is there in the in the collective also in the church collective whatever it's called, he's he's there in it to get back into the seven. On the other hand, uh, A Train he is trying to take down seven so they will recruit him back. Yeah, true. Because there'll be yeah there'll be spots to fill in. If among these two, if you had to give them an opportunity to get back into the seven to replace Tom, who who would it be? Deep. Deep. Amazingly, that's not the pick. Yeah, I, I go for the deep two actually at that point. I would go for eighteen uh, actually, but eighteen actually fits their uh, sort of a stance. If you go to see, uh, except for Queen Maeve and Starlight, everybody in that team is sort of like more. You know, actually, even Queen Maeve also, they are more self-focused. Queen Maeve also, she comes in to help uh, Starlight and uh, Kimiko because she wants to beat. Uh, Uh, homelander because of what he's done and what he's doing so because of that she wants to get her relationship safe and i think that's why she wants to beat them yeah, and get true. back into the fold main thing uh, she wants to yeah, knock off uh, stormfront that is why i think that atrium would be a better fit in the seven because with the uh, you know the arc that deep is following deep wants to make sure that he whatever he's doing is he's doing good but the seven doesn't actually do any good so he, they go against uh, the you know they want to just do for the sake of the photo shoots or whatever so deep doesn't want to do that deep wants to make sure whatever he's doing he is doing good for the ocean he's doing good for the even environment and everything which is technically against what water industry wants so that's why i feel that like 18 is a much better fit with uh, the seven okay so you mean deep to the boys deep not to the boys deep mm-hmm. stay with, with the collective i think at the end of the day three factions one you will be having a collective you'll be having uh, the boys and you'll be having the seven as well because apparently uh, from what i've read uh, season 3 shows that uh, this fellow uh, homelander will be taking on a more uh, maniac kind of a role where he gets like hyper pessimistic about everything he's lost too much stuff, too much of things right now to be sane so he's already half insane so now that he's lost almost Almost everything. He has gone completely on the negative side, on the, on the bad side now. So then, yeah. there's a new character coming back. Yeah. They're bringing back Soldier Boy too, right? Not back, rather than introducing Soldier Boy too. So, so, so he's Soldier basically Boy, Captain America of this show. So, uh, Nitin, because you you just started watching Supernatural now, Soldier Boy will be played by Jensen Ackles, uh, by Dean. Dean. Dean Winchester, who's there in Supernatural, will be playing Supernatural. Will be playing. Um, What's his name? Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. So if he's playing, because Jensen Ackles is not playing, uh, it's not his first comic character he's playing. He's he's also played uh, Red Hood in uh, Under the Red Hood, Batman. Oh, he's but that was just 
um just like a, a voice acting. right not voice acting but people really wanted him to take over the role as well when it comes to live action do you think that becca that is butcher's wife did she overstay her role in the series mm. i mean should they have brought her back she is like what butcher really is fighting for yeah but they may be bringing her back in the middle of a show so technically your entire motivation of fighting the seven is gone she's alive why would you no but no yeah she's alive but now the fight became more right because homelander won't leave her because of his son and she won't leave the kid so what will step in if homelander gets into trouble the pr images everything butcher won't leave her mm-hmm. so the fight in it's like a kind of three directional fight now butcher wants uh, becca back homelander wants his son back but becca doesn't leave the son so it's all about how the three fits in and what's the best for all the three and on top of that is a vote trying to cover up their image so in a way like you can see in the instances where butcher made a plan to give away the kid right just for becca so he's really deeply in love with her so he'll go to any steps to like he'll take any fight for her actually so her staying alive is like something though like yeah so even if he, if she's dead or she, yeah no now the fight again increases right because she cannot leave the kid homelander cannot give away the kid and he cannot give away becca so the fight is more now so her dead so or not the dead season 2 at the end of season 2 anyhow the killer right yeah so the thing is the, the, the motivation of uh, butcher yeah, to get into that is a spoiler is, yeah thank you anyway i think we are way past that now but it's okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> the point being that see when you have already killed uh, Becca in this in the book okay so the motivation that Butcher has to to fight against the seven that remains constant there is a a, a factor of loss there like uh, there is a there is a law not law but sort of a unspoken law in in comics Batman's parents remain dead um uh, what's his name uh Spider-Man's uncle remains dead if they don't come back to life see i uncle ben i get that uh, like a uh, uh, get what you're telling but the main thing here is like even though becca's alive but she was kept inside that wall actually no i get that i'm just saying what no, okay see, the thing is she's been kept alive so far right the main idea was to make sure yeah. that uh, ryan doesn't become like homelander where he has yeah. mother's care mother's protection and everything and so he grows into a proper yes. human being and not become homelander my point is what no so once they have done all these things you have made sure that ryan is a guy who's feeling bad that he's killed his mom he is scared that butcher might kill him but when butcher takes him in he feels okay he's safe and he st- he's he chooses butcher over homelander so now that we see that ryan is coming onto the good side we see that butcher is taking care of ryan we see that homelander knows that he's lost ryan and there is no point fighting for ryan anymore problem over here what has happened is that now butcher has lost his lost his motivation to actually fight the seven you not really because now no, no 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 the thing is that see why did uh, ryan kill becca what is the reason because stormfront is about attacking her right stormfront almost yes killed. exactly because of the because of the soups so butcher will keep fighting for the rest like he'll and be there to monitor the suits and their wrong doings he will he will like uh, i would what do i say he will like bring up ryan in a better way like how becca wanted no i don't think he'll do that i think what he will do is he will, no. he will convert ryan onto his side that's he what he'll bring ryan him like on the but no, i don't think so because he has promised becca like he will isn't isn't ryan under cia's protection now like i don't think he has been assigned he's not going how to be raised raised like a uh, butcher will have a overall guardian look i would say 
no he see cia uh, they banded the boys with the intention to stop the seven right yeah. if you're having somebody a natural a natural superhero like uh, this fellow ryan he's technically a powerhouse who can take down uh, homelander once he grows up you will hmm. need that guy fully trained to make sure that homelander is beat correct so then you, they will not be raising him in the sort of a loving caring way they will be raising him to be one of the boys whether butcher is involved or not see now uh, like let me just come back to that point like you said like uh, butcher will be like really demotivated but i would not say he will not be demotivated he will be like in more of the mission to take down homelander it will be all for like revenge for beckana the life which he could have had if not for all that mismanagement because he'll be going against vote also now oh oh yeah that makes sense yeah 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 so he he'll be specifically against war against vote uh, rather than fighting against and yeah so technically you are if you're fighting against vote vote will deploy the best seven out there against it so it it, it okay. like it gets uh, more serious so far we spoke about may stormfront everything let's dive into the main one the story why this show is so amazing out there like you see like a marvel is good with the movies they dc is really good with the animated movies and series there and coming to the tv series i would say boys have done really uh, they come to the top level there with like season 1 was such a season like uh, we could see the boys goes into hiding there because the homelanders old boys get murdered out there and they are being framed for that and season 2 starts from there actually because butcher was not seen anywhere around you could see like uh, hughie doing his like makeshift roles everything trying to like meet up with annie there the starlight then you can see like how stormfront comes into the seven there how she takes the control without like even anyone knowing like how she's leading the annie. like we feel like she's a newbie in the team but then she actually like takes over the seven how she makes the calls how she takes homelander into her personal phase their own time everything how she tries to be the stepmom for ryan there so the like the way how the the way how the story goes forward like you could see like it's so amazing the build up is so amazing and they left like few points for the audience to guess like one uh, experimental soup walks out then you can see like how shishan made some points like head blasting out or like uh, something like for my assumption was like she's going to be helping the boys in taking down homelander but nothing she was not used now and then comes newman yeah. like that was a huge yeah. shock in the end how yeah how she is a soup and Hughie just went and joined with her actually in the end. So next season brings a lot of points like like uh, <laughs> Becca is dead, Ryan is in the CIA custody like they are taking over of him. Now uh, Butcher is like there to monitor the soups. The other guys returns to their family. Or oh, what really? What is next? So there are a lot of experimental uh, soups out there in the place. Homelander has gone like crazy. Yeah. He lost everything he has. Stormfront is gone. Kid is gone, and. half of the seven is like against him black noir is like kind of fried up yeah like that's what I, they said in the show like he's kind of fried up his brain is dead so like yeah. there are a lot of replacements there are a lot of replacements coming and how what will bring up new strategies to increase their pr stock market how can they reverse that bad image of homelander so it is like two sides of rage are going to by hitting on each other because <coughs> butcher will come on full force because he lost becca Homelander will come out full force because his full whatever image he was standing for that is completely destroyed and he lost his kid. Yeah. So it is like clash of two forces, and on top of that, vote is there. And speaking about the story more into deep, like we got like lot of twists, we got a lot of blood, bloodshed, head blasting, everything. 
boys is in short is like they have taken the brutality to another level like what is not what we really not expected it they gave amazing plot and kind i would say like from what i heard from your point of view from the comics i would say they're not fully adapted to the comics they have taken bit, bit taken out away from the comic as well as storyline to make it like more amazing i would say yeah. so like what is like your guys take for season like i said i'm expecting a lot of like more brutal actions in the season 3 like super maniac scenes season 3 actually like um, and I, i read a few spoilers too and i was just looking at victoria newman and the other stuff so basically how season 3 is i'm not sure if it will come in season 3 but eventually um they will try to affect white house that's what they're trying to do so one way they wanted to affect white house and things like that was getting by getting soups into the army that was one of their methods but now as you can see victoria newman is actually um basically a politician who has been uh who's actually running for congress right i believe that no or, or she's going for presidency or something like that she's she's yeah. running for something and that's what qe joins so that's definitely like in their mind to like affect from the white house standpoint what i don't understand um is someone like um john carlo is espacito like his character he's visibly a minority why is he working in a very pro nazi kind of um um corporation right like why is he heading them what is his ulterior motives for like being with them and tolerating stormfront's actions and the kind of see like she even says she even goes as far as saying to him like you're pretty smart for your kind like she goes she goes right there it's it's a little difficult and i think that's what they're trying to do like get more shock value out of it so they're not following the comics but one major plot that they could and that's what it looks like it's heading is they're trying to bring it to the white house they're trying to show um they're trying to control the the house of the president basically that's what they're doing like you said uh, like you said control the white house what if newman is a part of board board member and what if she is actually you that according to the comics yeah according to the comics sorry nitin spoiler alert again but um in the in the comics basically it's victor newman like gender swap it's like a guy he's not that smart victoria is pretty smart as they show in the show smart, yeah yeah uh, and basically in 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 the comics he is basically controlled by what and that's that's the thing so basically she's like a, a secret agent of that and that's basically why it, it was more so so they were trying to show even that whole courtroom scene right like the congress drama whatever they were doing to fish out what they basically they played it such that they they, they didn't want to show that what wants all this to come out of um, all of this so basically they held like a phony trial where they got rid of opponents they created some space for like um members to rejoin the seven again uh by killing off shockwave who was supposed to join uh the seven they they basically played with public by throwing the perception that there's someone other than what trying to manipulate things rather than just what being thing so in short the boys this shows to the audience what superman really mentioned in the movie the dark side mm-hmm. of a superhero but i wouldn't say uh, like i'm not like like especially for the homelander 
I'm saying. Uh, no, actually, I I heard a very good quote uh, regarding this thing where it was saying that uh, Boys is basically a show which is telling you about uh, like what you mentioned about how Batman basically says that you, know, you like every superhero should be kept in watch. But it's more on lines of how giving power to a normal person is different from giving power to the ideal person. Ideal person. Which is even touched upon even, even in Captain America, the movie Captain America, the first Avenger, even, even uh, the guy who gives the superhero serum to uh, Captain America, even he says, he gives among all the characters over there and among all the uh, so-called candidates in the, in the army camp, he gives specifically to Roger or Steven Rogers because Steve Rogers because uh, Steve Rogers goes and protects uh, everybody else from the bomb blast. Bomb the grenade. I mean, yeah. Grenade. Yeah, in the TV, in the movie. So uh, that's an ideal human, a guy who's having morals and principles and everything, versus giving it to a person like, for example, if you would give a superhero serum to Lex Luthor, or if you give a superhero serum even to uh, Tony Stark, actually, if you give it to that person also, he would take it to a whole different level altogether. In a negative manner because he's done that. See, Tony Stark, so, I don't, I won't say he will go negative, but there are massive side effects. Maybe he, he might just take negative. lows into his. He'll take lows into his own hands. No, 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 he has gone negative. He has been. He he, he has been given superpowers in the book, uh, which was an entire storyline altogether. That's uh, um, for the new thing. But he, he goes into a whole negative where he doesn't take laws into his hand. He takes the entire world into his hand. He rules it basically. You know, in you know, in. But yeah, so like what you mentioned, yes, it, the show does touch upon as well how um, superpowers being given to anybody is not good. Super, uh, if you're giving super, uh, superpowers, it should be given to a person who has um, sort of an ideal to make sure that things are going in the right manner. I think that's the more just like, side of it. Another thing the creators have done is they have like really played with the emotions of the soups. They have brought out the emotions, like for example, the lamb lighter, he goes with uh, Yugi to the building and he sees like, okay, I'm removed from it, they removed me. Mm-hmm. He just lights himself there. He couldn't take it anymore. No, the, actually, the, that emotion was different because he, he went there with the emotion to burn himself. But he yeah, but seeing that as like, and yeah. That was his trigger. His statue. No, he wanted to burn yeah. himself in front of his statue. That's what he says. I wanted to do it here in front of my statue. He wanted to burn stuff in front of the statue, but that, that wasn't there. So he like, but the trigger uh, came like like what Shishan said. And then the storm friend while uh, arresting the robbers or the crime people, she just kills them. Like, see, it's a waste of time. Those regret scenes from the deep, everything. So like, they have really touched the emotion to the screen there. Along with the story, uh, like I would say, like they covered all departments. There was action, there was drama, there was a bit of romantic between Annie and uh, Yugi there, and Louis. yeah, and uh, Becca and uh, Butcher. If you and Queen Maeve and Elena. It's a, yeah, true. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what I want to touch upon. Actually, the thing is, one Queen Maeve and Elena weren't actually given the screen time that would have actually done pretty well. Uh, second thing is, if you go to see. Queen Maeve is one person who's not been given much screen time on the show. As Queen Maeve, the character as well as as an actor as well. Point being, if you go to see both the sides, whether it is Seven or whether it is the boys, each of these sides have been given sort of an emotional um, baggage 
each character we've been talking uh, it is one scene where where the show when they uh, that you know they show the video leaks out that uh, what is experimenting on kids with the week the compound b and you see black nor uh, crying about it you see that then you see how queen may was uh, affected with like she can't have an open relationship with her girlfriend deeply affected by what he has done uh, so each of the superheroes are superheroes starlight uh, with her mother starlight with her mother that was a very that's that yeah. the thing how i think that relationship is what was there for quite some time in america so because you have those uh, teenage no um, child pageantry where you know uh, tiny trots ka bajri like 8 years 9 year old kid going to be mm. where they have whatever sort of a take on that as well so uh, a lot of uh, social like what i mean zishan said in the starting of a lot of social um, commentary has been done in the show which is a very wise thing to do in a very see kids would watch a superhero show they wouldn't necessarily watch this superhero show because of you know the ratings and everything but uh, i wouldn't recommend them watching this yeah because of certain scenes in it and the politics scenes yeah politics yeah yeah so but um, and the violence the violence is like a bit too heavy side i think they nowadays that's... kids are very like desensitized by ah, games and no, stuff see, yeah, i would say like so it's coming to like if you see like a uh, marvel movies they generally kind of make it kid centric actually but even then if i'm not talking about movies as such i'm talking about games sorry shawn you games, heard see marvel yeah but marvel games also like a specifically for sales for disney if you see if you see uh, uh, your uh, dc movies right they don't really go for it in like very sweet and uh, it they go into full dark that's how the comics are Marvel has to go on the more uh, kid-centric side for two reasons: one because of the sales, one because of Disney. I think we need to stop. Oh, the breathing. Okay. No, no. The, I can hear. Sales. Not because of toy sales and because of uh, the fact that it is housed under Disney. So Disney has to make sure the fact that these people are, you know, kid-centric. Boys, on the other hand, they were like what Zishan said. Most of the kids right now are desensitized when it comes to these things because you are seeing it on a regular basis on TV too, violence and, and stuff like that. And Let's let's be honest about one thing. Kids, right now, today, they if the moment they see an 18 plus rating, they will find a way to watch it. Once they hit 12, 13, they will find a way to watch it. And as of today, they are much much more tech uh, savvy than we are. True, I get it. But we like I would say, like uh, what Marvel is targeting is kind of the PG audience. Yeah. But boys is technically like uh, the boys. Yeah, boys is technically like a 16 plus audience. <laughs> I would not go 16. Eight, 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 eight. Yeah, 18 plus. Yeah, and you see like uh, DC. DC is also again for the PG audience. Say 18 plus. 18? No, no, 18 plus. You see the animated series, everything. Not the animated. Yeah. Not the animated shows. Titan. Ab. Forget Arrowverse. Forget Arrowverse. Forget uh, this thing. Uh, your okay. Animated shows. Even no. animation also. Now since we reached here, why don't we have a talk on now? Boys versus DC versus Marvel. Okay. Uh, if you really want to get to that, uh, I'll tell you one thing. Boys is basically there is there is a universe called as the amalgamated universe. Have you heard of this? 
సూపర్మన్ where in this show you are seeing it as homelander but in the amalgamation universe you have someone called as super soldier okay uh, the amalgamation of um, batman and wolverine called as dark lord so something like this like some version of the uh, the seven actually exists somewhere and the um, the principles or the ideas behind seven also exists in something called as earth 3 uh, where you have someone called as ultraman who is very similar to what how homelander is so homelander is the person who is more in like you know, thinks about himself and everything and uh, ultraman over there is somewhat similar but he has nothing heroic about him he is completely opposite he is actually the villain on on that earth ultraman which is actually there in, in the in the cartoon called uh, infinite crisis so that's it so if you talk going to talk about dc versus marvel versus the boys uh boys as a show is good uh, but for me it doesn't touch anywhere near dc i'm always going to be a dc guy so see i agree dc guy but uh, okay but i would say coming to the screenplay screenplay emotions and the action i would say both sides are not created such a series dc or marvel has failed to create a tv Okay, finally take a look into Watchmen. Watchmen is not the movie is good. Uh, the the extension of the movie or the, the TV show happens a few years, much man, not few years, many years after uh, the Watchmen uh, movie. But the way that they're touching upon certain emotions, certain social uh, stigmas in that, and the way they take a whole turn uh, on 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 how politics actually is, Watchmen is a good show to watch. Uh, in terms of social stigma and stuff watch uh, your boys on the other hand boys has an element of superhero okay in the in the sense that you can see action you can see uh, fights taking place you can see the you know interrelation between uh, the heroes and stuff like that you won't get it's not complex you can understand the uh, motivation behind each of the uh, each of the people but it's not complex watchman in in dc comic is very complex like till now nobody is able to understand why batman is not killing joker that's a complex thing how do you explain to a person that uh, i my principle is i will not kill the current storyline at, at the time of this, this recording there's a storyline going on which is actually just completed right now it's called the three jokers mm. in dc story is very complex that complexity i'm not seeing it in boys okay you're speaking comics you're speaking from the comic point yeah you yeah yeah you're speaking from the comic point of view right yeah let's come into I the feel. yeah means like come let's get into the screen time actually on movies series everything i would say like combining to all the three the best series so far in the superhero category has been even though it is showing the integrity of superhero boys have really achieved a top rating i would say that i agree I think there are some pacing issues though I feel looking at season 2 I felt there were some pacing issues um 
like you were not immediately sucked into that world not like season 1 season 1 was like you're just in there season 2 it took some time three or four episodes in and then you're like things started it was a bit of a slow start like i said they are, they are in a hiding they are managing themselves like to fix everything so it's like a makeshift role they had in their life and how they're coping up with the real world out there mm. and because they had to find a way to expose what they're doing true so they had yeah i'm sorry there's a net lag between yeah because once butcher gets into the show you can see the series was fast and alive so yeah the, the pacing they're talking about i'm sorry this is the network lagging happening uh the, the pacing they're talking about right in, in the first season you're saying that it was more quick paced because you were directly taken into the action of it that is because of the fact that we were seeing everything from the perspective of Huey hmm. Huey was sucked into the story directly that is why even we were sucked into it so if hmm. you go to see the entire flow that is there we are somehow following the thought or the, the the perspective of Huey Huey was there in the first half he was sucked into it we were sucked into it in the second half like what Nitin said uh, Huey and the boys are hiding that's the way the entire story in the first 2 3 episodes is going so slow and then it picks up speed once butcher comes in because for huvi his life catches up speed when butcher is in there hmm. so huvi somehow the other is like the uh, the crux of the entire show like you what do we think how he will going work i think like when you're talking about the third season what we expecting third season i am expecting that you will see more of the political side because that is how huvi is perceiving things at that point he is perceiving that uh, this female was her name Victoria Newman is uh, yeah. trying to bridge the gap between the two and so he he'll be seeing that perspective of it and i think we may see a more political uh, aspect of uh, the boys part of it so that is my thing of it's like for feel expecting to see more from that side would be this but i'm eagerly waiting to see the hugie's reaction when he comes to know the truth about newman oh he's going to have his mind I... blown out literally No, I don't think so. Figuratively, yes. Literally, no. Because I think uh, third season, uh, this fellow will die. Butcher. Butcher. Oh. When once Butcher dies, he... yeah, Butcher will die and Hugh will take over. Interesting. Hmm. Placing bets, placing bets because that's what happens in the book. <laughs> oh. No, because they cannot they cannot kill off Butcher because he is like the heart and soul of the show. No, Butcher dies. in the comics butcher dies and that's how he will takes over the boys i agree but then in for that the season 3 has to be all about the character development of yugi to the strong level he is getting there happening in the second season yeah now nah, that's what he it already happened in second season where he was trying to take over as butcher but no he, he failed to take over from butcher he didn't he failed he failed that's the he, he failed. failed yeah and even uh, mm uh, mm and frenchy to to a certain point they tried following him didn't work out and then butcher comes in and then he saves him but like what you are asking right how like uh, if when huey finds out uh, about victor and newman how will it be i think that is when he'll find out when victor and newman blows up uh, butcher's head i think that's when yeah. he find out that like, victor and newman is actually the new is actually the bad guy in this and i think he's been on the wrong side and because, and that guilt will be his driving force behind leading the boys to get a better uh, this thing okay now okay now coming back to the main topic i would say like the best movie department will be for marvel eyes closed yeah. so that's money right not it's 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 more about storytelling i mean they make it like more entertaining out there yeah storytelling the way how they no, kept the full flow going how the avengers like ended the new avengers are starting up now like 
Tony Stark is no more there. Captain America is no more there. They they set their story very well. Hmm. Something which I would say DC has failed so far. Yeah, just in the movie, like in the full, like uh, live action movies only, yes. not in the animated movies or series. See, animated, Marvel. animated, uh, yeah, animated, animated and TV series Marvel has never really reached anywhere because we can see their shows are like really poor and it keeps getting cut out, cut out, cut out from everywhere. Actually, enjoyed like Agents of Shield at first and Agent Carter. I enjoyed them. They were believable. But Agent, yeah, Agent, Agent of Carter, Sh- Like the Shield agents is like quite started getting boring actually. To be honest, I was seeing the yeah, last. They made it like a regular soap opera, right? They made it. That. Yeah, they made it like I CID one like week. Some hero. Yeah, no. some character gets Drawback dead and because they didn't link it. See, yeah, the there's no link in the story. Yeah. yeah, character gets dead and they come keep coming back and that is kind of irritating at times. No, no, not agents. No, because if, if it, no agents of Shield also. No, what I was saying was not linked in sense. Uh, Agents of Shield was linked with with the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, till a moment, till a certain point. After mm, that, true. they were nothing moved away from it. Yeah, so they, so any major changes that happen in this thing, you wouldn't find those changes happening. Like, I think the snap that was there, I, I'm not sure if, if the snap affected uh, Marvel Agents of Shield. Or was it I don't think so. That I, I That's actually a good that. question. Let me Google that right now. Yeah. I don't remember because I stopped watching snap, it because it, the last effect I saw of the Marvel Cinematic Universe on Agents of Shield was the Hydra uh, the thing uh, hmm. um, conspiracy when in Winter Soldier Hydra is shown that was the last thing I saw of uh, another thing was like uh, they had like the Ghost Rider in the show and it was such a strong character which they failed to build up he was a fan favorite he was a fan favorite but uh, I know different, uh, who was the fan favorite sorry Ghost Rider. Oh, I stopped around the time he was introduced. Like I think third or fourth yeah, episode, I, I stopped. I don't know. He was not really proper. The character was not really built up and taken further. Hmm. Gabriel, uh, I forgot his name. Gabe, Gabriel something. But he he is really good. I like him as an actor. Like um, you got to see like uh, a DC series, right? Like Legends of Tomorrow. You could see like Constantine as a series was taken away. But still, the character is doing really well out there. Like they are building up the character. He was doing so well. In fact, that because the fans, uh, because the fans loved him so much, they brought him back in Legends of Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Also, um, Arrow. Yeah, so, and also the fact, the thing is, it's, it's all in the Arrow Wars anyway. So, um, it, they brought in the character called Lucifer from the Lucifer TV show. If you haven't watched the show, go watch it. It's an amazing show, Lucifer. Uh, it's something similar to Castle, but you know, more supernatural. But so, like, from what your takeaway is, since boys, yeah, is since that, boys uh, is a series, I would, like, let's kind of like, in my opinion, I'll rank it. In series basis, I would say that the rank one goes to boys right now. Mm, the rank, okay. the rank two stays with the DC. You're talking overall. Yeah, no, I think he meant series. I think he meant series. And no, no. DC series. Okay, fine. Fair enough. Series, because you could see like going further into the Arrow series, it started getting boring out there. Yeah, it became like the a last, proper soap opera. Yeah, the last series was the last season was really good because that because uh, it was exciting. They made it like really good. Crossover. Crossover. Yeah, the Flash is good. 
and then super girl again started to get boring there i was never really a fan of super girl she is good yeah. as super girl okay but the story wasn't that captivating hmm. then uh, there was one more the lighting uh black lighting yeah i haven't even seen yeah. even one episode of that show black lighting is good actually it was pushing i don't know for me it was pushing on to the uh, social thing like see in boy i get your point the social like commenting black lightning is like it like is, what yeah. you said it is it is good it is good the start was really good but then thing is that it slowly 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 is drifting away now like for me it's always been that black lightning as a character for me was never much of a thing for me it was always static um, who was a, a character for me see because you have static and you have black lightning so static is basically the black lightning is a mentor for static in the comics black lightning in the books itself was not really much of a fan a, a thing for me because he was there as the among the first black superheroes in the comics so they didn't really flesh out his character as much as they should have in the in the uh, series also they are pushing on to that uh, you know black actor black actor black actor wherein they kind of overlap the whole story part of it so for me it loses out on the story part in terms of cultural diversity i think diversity sure it pins out story wise not so much of a thing because it tend to link too much yeah so the- that's what i said and marvels coming to marvel series it's like totally not really a fan of any of it that could change the marvel series could change because now they've got that uh, disney hotstar thing where in disney plus thing where they could they have you having wonder vision coming up you having um, this thing coming up uh house of m alkin house of m is wonder wonder vision but i would like them to continue the iron fist actually if they can cuz that is like really getting developed good not you know, really they, he felt very broody and like boring it was not really the, interesting the uh, casting was not good but the story development was going good in the season 2 actually i uh, for me it was i know among all of them for me it was jessica jones the remaining not so much jessica jones jessica daredevil and jessica jones and they had a crossover right jessica all the three jones. people together one series was there right defenders defenders on the four people defenders yeah yeah look cage as well daredevil Uh, Luke, Daredevil, Luke, yeah. Jessica Jones, and uh, yeah. So that's what I said. So speaking about everything, like boys have done it back to back seasons. Like they gave the same energy, emotions, and uh, amazing storyline out there. So right now in the ranking, I would say boys is the top level, untouchable right now. Under unless they they find a way to screw up the season three. They won't screw up. If, okay, for, from your perspective, you're saying that uh, uh, boys is one, second DC, and then third if ever Marvel it is. Marvel, yeah. Okay, uh, Z was yours. So I'm thinking superhero movies. I mean, sorry, show series. I'm thinking, what else I've watched? Because I, I would not go as far as saying Boys is the best, but it is one of the good ones right now that you can watch. That's what my personal take is. It's it's doing the unexpected. It's pushing the boundaries. Um, it's giving you dark humor, which I like. Um, a little too twisted, unfortunately, but it's still good. um they have amazing actors like the guy i am and i feel, i don't know why we haven't spoken more about anthony star as an actor and uh he's good he's very good he's Call very him. good um so yeah so we that's just my personal opinion like uh, he and um billy butcher what's his name they both kind of 
Carl Urban. Carl Urban. They kind of took the whole show, and the other guys did not get as much screen time as they probably should have. Hopefully, season three will um, do more justice to them. But yeah, Anthony Starr just blew my mind. Like I had never seen this guy as an actor before, um, but I've heard good reviews about him. It took me by surprise. I guess that's what they were going for, right? No one, not many people knew Anthony Starr. I'm I, I'm sure he's worked in like a couple of. TV shows, but like I never was interested in that. I was never a demographic of that audience. Basically, is what I'm trying to say. So, bringing so, him into the superhero genre is very good. Okay, so if you're going to mm-hmm. rank, or like what Nathan is ranking, so Nathan Nathan has ranked um, uh, the boys first, second you have DC, and third you have Marvel. So, in Marvel. your terms, what is your situation? Well, how is your uh, standing? <laughs> I have a rank. Tough one, one dude. Mind off. Back. I think okay. So this is how it is. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, I'm kind of indifferent. I'm not really like pro one family and the other. But I've heard good things about DC shows being that good. Um, I personally haven't seen any beyond like um, Arrow or uh, Flash or things like that. Like, I haven't really seen too many. But yes, I, I, I still, and I have suggested people watch The Boys because it is pretty gritty and it's pretty, it's pretty good. mind blowing literally um so yeah so i there's no rank from me figuratively but no ranking from me but like i still rate it as a very good show okay so my ranking <clears throat> and now you cannot steal this okay so my ranking in terms of superhero shows number 1 for the foreseeable future is umbrella academy i haven't seen it uh, i have seen only just one episode i haven't seen the whole thing but yeah it's pretty interesting you see Season one, season two, Umbrella Academy is number one for me. Number two would be uh, the this thing, uh, the boys. Number three would be uh, Watchmen because it also serious tones and everything. And maybe number four would be uh, this thing. Uh, in terms of shield. Oh. In terms of the whole. Marvel. If it comes to anime, whole different ball game altogether. For me, it's always going to be Young Justice and Justice League uh, on the top. getting away from that like uh, and like we just have a couple of minutes over here in this um, call right now but um the mandalorian came back for season 2 they just released it yesterday i, I know watched it it's, watched it's like a, it's a proper like spaghetti western but set in space and that always gets my fancy like i really enjoy watching shows like that like cuz i I watched Star Wars when I was a kid, and that really shaped up my um, what do you say interest in in uh, in movies like that, or like reading more into like uh, the universe and things like that. So growing up, it had played an important role in my interests. Uh, to this day, I like go in and out of like reading stuff about space and universe and any advances we we make in that. So, um, but. The, the way Mandalorian presented a story based in space and like it's like a proper western, I find it very interesting. Um, cowboy yeah, it's Cowboy Bebop. Style. Sorry. Cowboy yes, style. I enjoyed Cowboy Bebop too. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So I'm not really much of a Star Wars fan, so I don't get into it. I tried, but not mm-hmm. too much. Into it. Star Wars. They've done a terrible job in the movies. They start off well and they screw it up. Okay. Since now we decided the rankings, we had like good choices out there. Like Sean gave us Umbrella Academy. Let's end it up like this. See who is your 
like superhero who's your favorite superhero in any universe any universe you can oh. choose like one from any universe you want <laughs> from dc it has to be batman like that has to be yeah it has to be okay no one else it has to be batman okay from marvel um spiderman okay um from the x men uh, take a guess who it would be cyclops no just from my personality no 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 my personality juggernaut oh hulk yeah <laughs> but it's not that's the thing like i like a character who's totally away from my personality professor gambit <laughs> kajun 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 okay kajun and marvel in marvel no yeah, that, that x men is marvel okay listen what were you so shall you go first i would like to hear from you it's obvious for me that was batman uh, in terms of marvel that is concerned uh, for me uh, it is going to be spider man like what uh, uh, x men but i think deadpool is more all on my side i think like he's like he's more like quirky <laughs> humor yeah dark humor. Okay, DC. My favorite is Constantine. Yeah, Marvel. My favorite is Thor. Thor browser, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would like consider my favorite favorite as uh, Magneto. See, technically, X Men is coming under Marvel. You know, if you just bifurcating it because X Men as itself is a huge uh, thing. Huge, yeah. It's a huge world. Very complicated world. On so now, since we said our favorite. shows and everything it's like two universes is clash right now okay, so, uh since we have spoken about all our tv shows all our favorite tv shows specifically in terms of superheroes and we have uh, belched on a lot about uh, the boys if you're watching this on youtube please do leave on comments as to what other uh, superhero shows animated or live action you would like to watch or you have watched or or are your favorite ranking uh if you have a different ranking system that we do because again everybody has their own personal opinion if you have a different uh, ranking system then we do please to post down in your comments uh and apart from that uh just stick around for our next uh, podcast we have something else coming up uh, next week uh for the next podcast which should be up hopefully and yeah that's that uh zishan nitin any parting words Yeah, just don't forget to smash the like button like how Homelander goes crazy and loud like Thor. Share our videos and keep commenting there your favorite superheroes, favorite shows, what you like the most about everything, and give out some topics to us like what we should yeah. have a debate on or talk on. I'll be interested to hear from your end what we should be talking on. See, what do you have to say now? Yeah, um as Sean and Nathan mentioned, yeah, smash that like button just like how Atreen and the female face off. Share this video like how Stormfront shares stuff on social media and press the likes uh, sorry, the subscribe button uh so that you receive all updates from what and you're up to date on whatever their orders are. And uh, on that note, uh we will be signing off. Uh, I'd also like to leave on one more note. Uh, like we have been talking with superheroes the entire show, we would also like you to uh, respect your superheroes, local superheroes, who are your uh, authorities in terms of medical, in terms of law enforcement. Uh, please make sure that you are washing your hands on a regular basis. Uh, use sanitizer, use soap, 
uh, wear a mask when you're going out. Make sure when you come back home, you either have a bath uh, or you wash your face and hands and feet uh, with soap so that you don't infect yourself or others around you. Make sure that you are taking care of yourself, stay hydrated. Uh, basically, just take care of yourself. Like, share, subscribe, uh, click on the bell icon, and subscribe uh, so that we can, uh, you, you will be alerted to whatever we've been uploading. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, this is Sean. This is Nitin. Nitins. We both are Nitins. Yes, two Nitins. <laughs> All the three Nitins are signing off. Yes. Uh, this has been an Abish podcast, and this was a review of uh, the voice. Okay. See you in the next podcast. Thank you. <laughs>